0: Tickets up for grabs at 8.30. And we also have some Canton Charge tickets, I believe, for the... Is it the 3rd of March? No, no, it's no, the no, 11th. no. It is the 11th yes. of March. That
1: is basketball, my friends. Ohio Championship Wrestling and the Canton Charge teaming up. Uh, two two events, one ticket. You'll have yours
0: uh, coming up soon. All right. <laughs> Why am I doing it? I don't know. But, but, don't know but are are how it. are we mixing... Dude, if somebody pile drives John Holland and he can't make it to the NBA level,
1: I think he's going to be pissed. I would think so. I would think so. Uh, luckily, you know, Ohio Championship Wrestling, they're bringing their brightest superstars, including Agent Orange Juice Jennings. you got No Shame, Jimmy Shane, Jackson Argos. Uh, you know, they'll all be there in attendance. And uh, I've tried, I, you know, obviously I'm kind of a big driving force behind this entire thing. I've tra- <laughs> you don't say. I have tried to talk the charge into getting a player involved, and they're like, Dude, we can't. Like, we just literally cannot no, can't do, do that. that. Like, we can't like do it's that. against it's against like their contract. We can't have like we can't have John Holland jumping off the top rope. Like, we're just not allowed to do it. So,
0: I mean, dude, that massage team is like their girlfriends, and you want them like now getting suplexed through tables. What no. about Posse though?
1: Uh, well, they, that, that is also. Um, I
0: mean, you could. I mean, beat the crap out of Bosi. Nobody cares.
1: It's mascot night, so uh-huh. there. Uh, you know, I will say there's rumors abound of what that could mean in the uh, in the OCW. You know, ring there.
0: Just nights of plenty of charge <laughs> games, huh? <laughs> Bosi night, OCW night. Jesus Christ! I can't get to very <laughs> night at the Can Charge.
1: So, uh, so all we uh, all we got to do there is uh, is give those tickets away. Uh, and, dude, I'm telling you, man, we got to get you and Munch down to a game. That's a very serious thing. Yeah, no, he does
0: want to go. Yep. And, uh, dude, I, dude, I'm thinking about maybe going tonight.
1: Yeah, there's a uh, game or yeah. game tonight. You're game, working tonight, right? Game tonight, game Friday, game Saturday. So oh, so two. a lot of games. You coming got out. three games this week to choose from. Uh, Friday, oh, I will be at a charge game this week. Though. Friday night, you uh, you can get hooked up with a free Cedar Point ticket if you got a kid under the age of 14. Okay, and, somebody. Uh, Let me your kid. Saturday night is uh, is Military Appreciation Night, and uh, always very excited to be a part of that. And uh, you know, this year shall be no different.
0: And Friday, we're talking to uh, Doctor Tim Tim Novelli. Yep, Doctor
1: Tim Novelli of the Patriot Project, uh, which is a North Canton group, which has really gained you know a lot of success on nationwide level. Um, where they essentially get chiropractic care for veterans. I mean, that's obviously something that's pretty tough on your back, you know, carrying around all those supplies and like, you know what I mean? Like, so, so that's just one of those things that, you know, a a, a community of doctors has kind of gotten together and decided, like, hey, we, we're going to donate our time and our skill and our, our, you know, our, our healing hands to, uh, to veterans and their families. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. Really cool project there.
0: Yeah. I'll be at a game this week. Good. You know, if there's three of them, yeah, I'll, I'll, Good. I'll make an attempt at that. Dude, the weather was yeah. so good yesterday. Yeah. That All right. So yesterday was supposed to be cheat meal day. Decided to skip it. I was like, I couldn't land on what I wanted. I was like, ah, maybe this, maybe that, maybe this, maybe that. And then I couldn't pick one. Somebody at the chocolate bar asked me, this, like, what is Stansberry eating today? I'm
1: like, I do not know. <laughs> I have zero clue what he's eating. I, I don't know. How would I know that?
0: He's like, well, I know it's cheat meal day. And I'm
1: like, dude, God,
0: I, uh, can't ask him. I don't I, know. So I wanted something, but I didn't know what. And I was like, maybe it's pasta. Maybe it's the bell. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Right. And then when I couldn't land on it, I was like, well, dude, you obviously don't want anything bad enough. So what I've decided to do is just wait till a craving so bad and just eat whatever it is. Okay. Right. Except if it happens to be pizza. I'm, I am going to try to ride the pizza thing out until yeah. the end of May.
1: If that's a goal you set yourself, then that's understandable. But like, I mean, much like money, like uh, cheap meals don't go bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. If you, if you want to save it until like, yeah, yeah I'm going to bag I, it. I understand that.
0: So I've been over a week still, you know what I mean? Because I, I, you know, I did one last week, haven't done one this week yet. Uh, so I was feeling pretty good about that. And then, dude, I went out to Spring Valley yesterday, played a little golf, okay. and it was perfect because I went a little later in the afternoon, like it was like one30 ish. So like the guys who played early were already done, yeah. and you're there before like the late afternoon crowd starts to come, and so like the course was like kind of empty only a couple of people out there playing weather was perfect it had to be i played well enough to where you could enjoy it like there were still a couple of shots where i was like jesus what is that but overall it was like oh my god like this i'm actually enjoying myself cuz the weather's good the game's not so bad um, and dude i had a i had a really good day yesterday was one of those days honestly um, we're not to be like nauseating about it where i was like man i am legitimately lucky to be who I am and to have like what I have going on. Like there was a moment of reflection where I was like, dude, I'm lucky. Like I got, dude, I got the life I want. Like I'm doing pretty good. Like I, dude, things are going, like I started, here's what really hit me is Dude, when I hear people talk about the best years of their life, they're always talking to me about when they're 19 to 23. Right.
1: Glory days. Yeah.
0: And I started thinking about it. I was like, dude, Canton, Ohio has given me the best years of my life these last four years. Like, this is like the this is the happiest I've ever been in my life.
1: Yeah, dude. And that's, you know, that's, I think, a tough pill for a lot of people to swallow that the best days are behind them. I mean, fingers. So here's
0: what you need to do, dude. Look at what I got going on in my life. Dude, leave your wife. I'm, I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. But it was it was one of those moments yesterday where I was like, dude, I'm on. I think I really am the happiest I've ever been.
1: This, uh, this very much illustrates the, uh, the roller coaster of Stansberry to me, um, where, uh, you know. Tomorrow, I'm going to be right, like, dude, the world right, sucks. right, 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 right. right. Six, <laughs> six weeks ago, six months ago, you know what I'm saying? Like, things go very up and down with you. Um, I, I, I'm very happy that you're at an up right now. I, uh, I worry that it's like, dude, is, well, there, the, is, there, is, there, is, is the record going to scratch you? Well, is the, the weather's a big one with me. I think more than anything, I think that the fact that you've found something to fill your hours with, the fact that you feel like you have a hobby that you can be proud of, and like it's not masturbation, it's not smoking weed, it's not watching Netflix, it's not playing Zelda, the fact that you feel good about what you do every day now, I think all of a sudden is like,
0: man. Well, being active will help you. I mean, there's there's no doubt. I mean, there's science behind the fact that if you eat right and you start working out, that you'll be happier. There's no doubt about it. So that is definitely a part of it. The weather breaking is also a part like dude i do i get depressed in the winter i love ohio this is my home born and raised here i love it here but in the winter it's a miserable place dude i'm sorry it is it's just cold it's gray there's snow it's just slushy it's just it's not the best in the winter now we didn't have the worst winter as a matter of fact some of the some of the hardest some of the hardest time of it weather-wise i was in vegas for it so like so i even got a little luckier than most but like it, it just, there's something about all that snow and gray and miserableness. Work at
1: 4.30. Yeah, it just,
0: it just bums me out. It just doesn't do well for me. And so, like, when it starts to break, I start to feel a little bit more positive. Now, then what, <laughs> dude, it brought me crashing right back to Earth. I was like, well, dude, you do work at Rock 106.9. <laughs> I don't know why I do that. I this don't place, know why you- This place has been very good to me. I don't know why I have, I have to do that. And here's really the reason. I got to go to commercials, <laughs> <laughs> And they always want you ending on a high note. And so they're going to be the butt of the joke to get us there. More Sansbury Show right around the corner. Hang on.
2: Hope oh, boys brought popcorn. The Stansbury Show. Because I'm about to put on a show. Rock 1069. 1069.
0: Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We're online for you at WRQK.com. And we'll be out on the 17th of March for St. Patrick's Day for the Stansbury Show. Shamrock Shenanigans presented by Coors Light. We'll be at three different locations. We'll start the morning off at Lobie's. Hillsendale's there from 10 o'clock that morning till 1130. Then we'll move up to TD's Tailgate Grill on West Tusk from noon till about 130. And then we'll be at Falcone's Tavern, also on West Tusk. From two o'clock till three thirty in the afternoon, St. Patrick's Day, which I believe is a Saturday. Indeed, it is. Yeah, dude. day drink.
1: Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, get oh. ready. The Stansberry Show going out on tour, baby. Oh. I'm excited, man. I, uh, I, dude. St. Patrick's Day is a good day for us. Um, it, it, it always is nice to meet people. But like, that's one of those days where it's like everyone's drinking, everyone's having a good time. You
0: guys should totally come. Do you remember? Was it last year? Maybe it was the year before. I can't remember. But it was one of the St. Patrick's days. Where those two girls came. They were there all morning during the broadcast. Then they came to the first bar when we were at that we went to after that. And it looked like that was gonna go down. And and then like they were supposed to meet us at that third bar, and then that, that just didn't happen. And I think because the one friend was talking her out of it.
1: Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You yeah. remember I think that? that was, I think that was year two. Is I that year two? I believe so. Um, last year I remember that wolf. The dude in the wolf costume came. You know what I'm saying? Remember that guy? And he was wearing no. a kilt. You don't remember that dude? I'll show you pictures of it, dude. Saint there was Patrick's a guy.
0: Wait, hold on a second. Yeah, you don't remember There was remember a, guy this? A, a guy in a wolf costume.
1: Costume, yeah, dude. Like he was entirely wolfed out, except like he was wearing like like a kilt and like an Irish shirt or something like
0: that. Yeah. I have no recollection of that. <laughs> God bless St. Patrick's Day, right? Obviously, we're doing something right on these trips. So we'll see you there on the 17th. We'll start the morning off Logies, 10 a.m. Again, thanks out. Uh, you know, we got to thank Coors Light on that because the first 50 people at every location do get a Sands Show pint glass. And uh, we would obviously encourage you and maybe even help you fill it with some Coors Light there. I feel like I'm pretty on the record. And uh, on the fact that I feel like when you win a national championship, that you should go to the White House and meet the president and do that whole thing because that's what we've always done with this, right? Yeah. I, I, I said that about Tom Brady. He should have went when, when Obama was president. I've said it about you know some of these you know, other athletes who are like, yeah, I don't really like Trump. I'm not going, right? And I feel like I've been on the record. i pretty upfront with how I feel about the Golden State Warriors and Steph Curry. Kind of hate him. sissified basketball, don't really like it. Right, that whole thing. Plus, I'm a Cavs fan, so you okay. know, screw Golden State. Appreciate that, Good right? Job. I agree. But the Golden State Warriors, instead of visiting the White House, I guess took a bunch of area D.C. kids to. I want to make sure I get this right? The natural. Oh, I'm sorry. The National Museum of African American History and Culture, and they took D.C. children. So they went to D.C. and instead of going to the White House, they took kids to this museum and hung out with them, and. I got to be honest with you. I like it. I do. I like it. If, if there's no doubt in my mind that the better use of your time is spent with young children and inspiring them and hanging out with them, taking them somewhere and helping educate them than a photo op at the White House. That is a better use of your time. Yeah. yeah. And so what I yeah. like about this, Fantone, if this becomes the standard Okay, where if you win the national championship and instead of going to the White House and taking a photo, you hang out with some of us slea stacks, us commoners, and we get to, you know, hang out and be part of that experience. Okay, if that becomes the next standard, I like it breaking down of the fourth wall between celebrity and commoner a little bit more. I like it
1: does that necessarily have to be a championship thing, though? Shouldn't it be like, yo, LeBron, you know, and and, and, and God knows LeBron's probably not the guy to point at. No, he's done enough. Honestly, he does enough. Um, But you can, you know, anyone else James Harden. Right. James Harden. Well, like, I don't want to say that should be like, hey, like, if you're going to do that, do that. It shouldn't have to wait for a championship to be like it shouldn't like like, James Harden should just want to go do that. Okay. As far as the championship goes, like meeting the president is supposed to be the accolades of it. It's supposed to be like, that's that's one of the things you get that's one of the bonuses so i I agree i feel like it should be an and like yeah you get to meet the president and you're going to take kids to a museum
0: all right i don't hate that you know what i mean because i i have said no matter who the president is if i did something well enough where they they wanted to meet me i'm going Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. going. Okay? okay. I agree. 100%. That's just the way
0: it is. I I just I, I respect what the position is more than I'll respect any one of the hu- flawed human beings that will that will hold it.
1: Yeah. As somebody who is you know a to the current administration, I feel the same way, where it's like, like if I'm given, if yes, if I'm given the opportunity to go meet the President of the United yeah, States I'm of going. America, regardless who it is, I'm going to go to that. What I will say about that, though, is I understand not everybody's going to feel the same way as I do, and I'm not going to look down my nose at you because you feel differently. You don't necessarily have that same regard for the President.
0: I'm going to try not to look down my nose at you. <laughs> Deep in the back of my brain, I probably am, but I'm going to try not to do it outwardly. I'm going to try not to be awful online about about it. I'm gonna try not to, you know what I mean, spew hate over it. But in the back of my mind, I'm be like, ah, suck it up and just go. But if, but if the standards gonna be that we're gonna do this instead, I like it. I do. I, I like it. I, I think because I like. I said. I think it is a better use of your time spending it with children, inspiring them, educating them, helping them be around, showing them. You know that th- that there's other things versus just where they are and all that and what you can you know achieve if you work hard. I, that is a much better use of your time than a forced photo op. I so if this becomes the new standard, I can't necessarily hate on that. It turns out most Game of Thrones fans, most of us, or I should say most of you, since I kind of gave up last year, are exactly like me. And I'll tell you how that's true next on Rock 106. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Ray Show on Rock 106.9. 9 o'clock, we'll send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. We'll give you your first keyword of the day coming up at 9 o'clock. This is the final week on that, by the yeah. way.
1: Sounds pretty good. Actually. I know the weather
0: was really good yesterday. Going to be a, a pretty good again today. I hear sixty-one is what I heard
1: today. Yeah, sixty-one. That's uh, sixty-one. and Some sunshine. I think tomorrow is going to bottom out a little bit, but fair to say, I think the weather's behind us when it comes to like the cold
0: and the snow and all that. I uh, I had heard we were supposed to get snow on Friday, but they changed it now where I guess it's just windy and about 40. It's going to be a little cold.
1: Inevitably, we're going to get snow again, but I'm talking like hopefully
0: we're done with accumulation. Oh, it'll flurry a little. Yeah, I don't think you'll get a ton of like on-the-ground stuff. You never really got into the Game of Thrones, huh?
2: I, uh,
1: I watched like the first season and a half or two seasons when it first came out. So I mean this was I don't know how long ago. Um but I mean I was living in Michigan at that point. So it was obviously a while ago and I don't know it 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 don't get me wrong it was good but it just never I guess I stopped getting HBO and it just never like caught it never caught fire with me. Okay.
0: I loved it. Like I got, and I was late to the party. It was actually an ex-girlfriend of mine. Two of them, actually, um, that were both big fans. And I started it with one, and then kind of like, you know, then you know went through with the other there, and um, I fell massively in love with the show. And when it premiered, when the, when the season premiere of the last season came out, everybody started to, like, dog it. And I was like, ah, do give it time. This is what they do. They, they're, they're slow. They're, they're kind of like the reveal thing. And then the season went on, and everybody flipped and was like, oh, my God, this is the best season ever. And then I was stuck there going, oh, I don't think so at all. I, th- I think we've seriously lost our way. And it's really starting to get apparent that they don't have... The source material from, from from the books anymore, and that they're out on a limb here, and they don't know what to do, and it felt very lost and confused, and I didn't really, I didn't really care for it. Um, it was still probably better than most things on television, but it was not holding up to what my standard of Game of Thrones is. Not that they have to. I mean, welcome to entertainment. That's kind of how it works. Some things you're going to love. Some things you're not going to like so much, right?
1: Yeah, and I mean, let's be real about this. If like what is there, nine seasons, ten seasons, something like that? I think that they're going, I
0: think this will be their eighth.
1: I okay, think. so they're going into their eighth. I mean, like, if you have six albums just filled with bangers and the seventh one comes out and it's like, eh, hey, it's not as good, I can't, like, look at you and be like, man, that band's sucks, The Greatest dude. Hits is still solid. Right. right.
0: Greatest right. Hits is still solid. Right. And that's kind of how I view Game of Thrones. And I'll probably end up watching it from the, from the beginning again at least one more time. Because I, I did really like it that much. That's a Lot of time I mean, bro. dude it's like four or five times I watch
1: I mean, like if you've watched I think four or five times and each season is ten episodes long, so we're talking seventy hours of viewing and you've done that four or five times that's effing insane. that's a lot that's a lot
0: I like it, but they pulled Game of Thrones fans and asked them about this next upcoming season, which I guess is gonna be the final we'll see. <laughs> We'll, we'll see. Until but there's a spinoff. So yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a little dragon show 2.0. Yeah, there'll be something, right? But they pulled Game of Thrones fans. Right? Nerds. And asked them. Known. Whatever, wrestling boy. <laughs> would you be willing to skip the final season for a financial payment? 76% of Game of Thrones Self-described diehards said, absolutely, I would skip the final season for a cash payment. Okay. Now, here's what I found interesting. The cash payment, not even all that much. Okay, how much? $1,000. And they'd be like, do you give me $1,000? I don't care if I see it. And I'll never watch it.
1: Not like I don't get to watch it live. I'll never watch it.
0: I, my guess is my, they don't address it. But if you, my guess is most people answered the question under the guise of, well, I just won't watch it when it's on and premiering, but it'll be on. It'll be on. They don't address it.
1: Well, of course, then I guess if I have to wait until Monday morning as opposed to Sunday night. No,
0: I think what I'm, I'm taking, I'm assuming now, again, this is a lot of projection. I wasn't there. But I would guess that most people, because I guess what I'm saying is this is how I would have answered it. Okay, if they would have asked me, I would, I would, what I would have been thinking in the back of my mind is, hell yeah, give me the grand. Because okay. what I'll do is, I don't care if I watch it the entire until it's already off.
1: Right. It'll come out a year
0: later on DVD. I'm walking through Walmart and I'll buy it. Like what? What? what who cares? I, that at that
1: point, that's like, I don't know. Well, that, to to, I mean, I'm saying never watch it. You never get to watch it. Is that worth a thousand bucks to you? No. Ten thousand? Yes. Ten thousand? You're doing it. Yes. yes. You have to do it. Right.
0: Yes. That's 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 year changing money. You give me, dude, a thousand dollars. I mean, dude, you, dude, you and one Gatsby's chick could go through a thousand dollars if you take her out. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because at least one of those hundreds gets rolled up. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that starts burning through a lot of the rest of them hundreds. That's a, you know what I mean. You could burn through a thousand dollars really fast. Ten thousand dollars. Is is year changing money? Yeah, it's a lot of money.
1: Um, But I would skip it for a
0: grand. I would absolutely. I mean, I don't even have HBO anymore. I'm probably going to skip next season anyway. I just thought it was interesting because people are like pretty diehard about the stuff that they binge, and this is like one of the most popular shows on television.
1: Um, I'm trying to put it in comparison of like, like all
0: right, LeBron's in the NBA finals. Oh, it's going to take a
1: lot of money for me not to watch. Ten grand. I, I.
0: I mean, dude, think about it. That's even bet. That's even easier because, dude, the highlights, you're yeah, going to know what the scores yeah, are the next day.
1: Yeah, but still, I don't know. $10,000 is hard for me to say no to because I'm just thinking about that and like, what that would mean to my life. Um, but, and
0: the yelling your girlfriend would do if you told her.
1: I don't know, man. I feel like... I feel like I'd want to watch it. Looking back on it, like looking back at the joy of watching the Cavaliers win the championship in two thousand and sixteen, when I trade watching that. Okay, well don't even trade that one. You
0: still have that one. So they're in the NBA finals this year.
1: I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know. Ten thousand dollars is hard to say no to, but it makes me pause. It really does. Even if I'm gonna put it through like the filter of WrestleMania, at least if I'm gonna if I if I'm gonna put it through that. Okay, that's a similar thing. Would I would I not watch WrestleMania if they told me to skip WrestleMania this year for a thousand bucks? Yeah, I'd have to do that for I mean, a thousand I, bucks. I just would, and I could never watch WrestleMania thirty four ever. I I'd I'd have to. I, what is it? Thousand bucks?
0: That's no a one time event versus like nine episodes of something that would be easier to do.
1: Um. All right. Well, like. I mean, six months of wrestling. I mean, it, because let's be real, WrestleMania is a twelve-hour uh, production. I mean, it you know starts and starts at noon. All and right, works well, the play you up.
0: know the pregame show. I don't know if it, Matt. Fine, you can watch what, the red carpet.
1: Five, six 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 months of wrestling. We'll call it that. And like, I don't know. I'd have a hard time saying no to a thousand bucks for that. I got the network, dude. I can go watch. You, you know, hear that? Go watch WrestleMania from nineteen. The ultimate
0: wrestling fan would give up wrestling for six months for a thousand dollars. You know why that is? Because iHeartMedia has us by the (laughs) freaking, like, short and curlies. That's why. That's why we're just waiting for pesos to be thrown out of our boss's office. That's why. Alright, there's another idea out there on how we can help curb school shootings. This one I don't think helps us at all. We'll get into that next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry
2: and his boy Wunter Matt Fantone at last, two heroes. The Stansberry Show. Rock 106 Knock 106.9
0: Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. Rock 106.9. Again on the 17th we'll be out for St. Patrick's Day. The Stansberry Show Shamrock Shenanigans. Presented by Coors Light. We'll start the morning off at Lobie's, then we'll move over to TD's Tailgate Grill and then Falcone's Tavern. Full it's, day. Yeah, well, that is. Yeah. That's uh, where we'll wrap up our day. First 50 people at all locations get a Sainsbury Show Plank class. And of course, we urge you to fill it with Coors Light and then empty it. And then maybe like Morgan Wallen yesterday, a little up down. There it is. A little up down. There it is. This guy hit me up yesterday. He's like, dude, he's like, I just got out of work. He tweeted at me. He was like, dude, I just got out of work and I had to turn up down on. On my way home, he's like, "Cause you guys had the, that song stuck in my head all day because of New her Tuesday."
1: That's how it's supposed to work, right there. That nah, is how it's Tuesday. supposed to work. You're hearing all these songs, and you're like, "Man, I remember I heard that on Stansberry's show." That's that's why some of the other formats get played. I'm up down one time now, put that in uh-huh.
0: it's Friday. I can't lie. I listened to it on my way to work this morning. Time, I did. I, I, I dude, it's <laughs> one of the dude. I want to not like it. I want to not like it, but for some reason, man, like that, the hook just gets in there. <laughs> there's just something about, sim- dude, it's, si- it's simple. There's something in simplicity. All right, uh, there's really no good way to, uh, to segue here, and um, this is not simple at all. As, as a matter of fact, I, I, I can't think of anything currently more complex than this right now that we face, which is the school shooting issue. And after Parkland, Florida, a lot of schools in Florida are looking to do something to help curb this. And, I, and I'm all for it. Like I always say, you, you got to try stuff, right? Because we don't know what's going to work. So you, so you have to try things, right? But this one, I don't know if I'm wild about. Um, and, I, and full disclosure, I don't have a great argument on why I don't like it. But they're banning backpacks in schools. And I mean, I remember being in school. Those things are important. <laughs> I mean, that's where the books go. That's where like, the, you know, that's where the lunch goes. That's where the stuff goes. So you can carry it around and they don't want them. like, it's not even that they're not allowed to bring or, or that they're not allowed to carry them around into the school. Some of these schools, Phantone are saying, no, dude, you're not allowed to bring them into the school like at all. Like, cause at first I was like, well. All right, I mean, why do you need to be carrying it around at seventh period? Like, why do you have to do that? Like, maybe, maybe we maybe we could meet in the middle here, but couldn't it be you bring it in in the morning, put it in your locker, lock it up, and then the rest of the day until the end of the school until the end of the school day, you're not allowed to have the bag with you.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, that certainly seems kind of in the middle. Um, it's still, I mean, it would leave you open to like, well, right before school or directly after school. You, I mean, you know what I mean? Like somebody could still have something hidden in there. Okay.
0: But like, like this thing that happened at Jackson, right? Where that kid shot himself in the bathroom. Like that wasn't in the book bag. From what I understand, I do he, not know. Do from not what know. I understand, he had it down his pant leg. I mean, it was a long twenty-two. Well,
1: just because it won't cure everything, doesn't mean it's not worth uh, exploring. Some, right? Sure. I mean, doesn't, okay. It's not, it's not worth something there. I just
0: feel like this seems like one of these real quick. We came up. What I'm always saying, this sounds like barroom logic. This sound. This sounds like happy hour logic to me. You know what we should do. Like, that's what it sounds like. To yeah, me.
1: I mean, I, I I agree with you that, like, there's probably a little bit of simplicity in it. But at the same time, I mean, just because it's barroom logic doesn't mean it's wrong. You know what I mean? No, it,
0: that can work. Barroom logic can work. It
1: doesn't necessarily, like, disqualify it. And you're right. I mean, like, there's going to be instances you can point to where it's like, well, it wouldn't have done anything in this situation. But if it does something in one situation, isn't that enough? Isn't that what, what we're always saying? Yeah, I mean, did you
0: save one kid?
1: Yes. I mean, ultimately,
0: yes. Right?
1: And, 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 like, what – I mean, I understand that this could be an inconvenience to students and parents alike in the sense of, like, well, now I have to, like – but what's worth more? The convenience of the kid being able to carry three books at a time or – in making sure that you don't have a gun. You know what I mean? Like, yes, I get it. Now you have to carry things, and maybe you'll have to get like one of those belt-looking things where you hold on to your Like books. back in the old days? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what, All else, right, I don't well, know what other options you well, have. Well, then the
0: football team's getting leather helmets. Well, I
1: mean, I, 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 don't know, I don't know how else kids are supposed to do that, but like, I mean, I don't know because I don't have kids. I mean, is every book coming home with you every night? I don't think so. I mean, probably not. And how much of it's online? I, I mean, shouldn't it shouldn't isn't isn't a decent amount of this stuff being done online as opposed to like
0: having to pay for these books? Because at first I was like, you can't ban backpacks, right? But then I was like, well, why do you need it at seventh period? Like, I get why you need it from the house to the bus to the to right. inside of the school until you get to your locker. I do understand that. Well, and I mean, how long until?
1: Until somebody shoots up a bus, you know what I'm saying? A bus full of kids. When does that happen? Because I, I, honest to God, cannot believe that hasn't happened. That's that that as I see those words coming out of my mouth, it blows me away that that has not happened yet. You're because right. that is like the perfect, you know what I'm saying? Like that's exactly what you're looking for. So like, trapped environment. At, at what point does it like? Well, dude, I don't know. We probably shouldn't even have these on the book. Are ba- on the bus now.
0: You know what else I saw? There are a lot of parents out there going. You know what? I'm just going to homeschool my kids. All right. And, dude, I worry about that. I don't think that's a good idea. I don't. I, I, I worry about that catching on. Um, I think that's bad. I think there's two things there's a problem there. Not that everybody homeschooling, not that all homeschool situations are bad. I think the bulk of America homeschooling their kids weirdos. would be bad. They, they turn into weirdos,
1: man. I mean, how many people, you know, have been homeschooled? And you're like, why don't you have social skills? Like, why can't you talk to me? Like, why aren't you a normal person? It's a
0: little bit like my upbringing in the respect of it's almost like too much religion, All right. Like being homeschooled is almost like, oh, so your dad's a minister, so you're weird. So, so
1: there's there's that weirdness <laughs> to me where it's like, I mean, I mean, like, don't get me wrong, there's people that have been homeschooled and they're
0: perfectly normal, but there's other ones. <laughs> now, somebody's asking me, what about clear backpacks? Because that's what their high school did.
1: Mm, it's a step in the right direction. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's perfect. It's a place but, to
0: meet in the middle.
1: Um, uh, but could you, could, could I make the argument of, all right, put my, get my book bag, put my math book, put my gun put my history book, put my literature book, carry it in there, hide it between the books. I mean, you can hide stuff anywhere. I get that. I mean, a girl's going to be allowed to carry purses, are you going to be allowed to carry your gym bag? Are you going to be allowed to Lunch carry box. your... Right. I mean, there's a, mo- there's a million different things we're talking about here, but I get why book bags
0: is a thing. You know, I, I, obviously, metal detectors is one of the most common responses I'm seeing on Twitter and Facebook right now as we're talking about this. I like that. I'm I'm okay with that. I'm all for it, but again, I mean... Are we opening every... I mean, do you know how much metal is going to be on stuff that you go through there? Are we are we opening every bag walking through the school?
1: Um, eventually, you'd hope that it's going to just turn into a Browns game where we all know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, keys in this hand, wallet in this hand, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hold your phone up. Let them wind you down. I mean, should there be airport security
0: at a school? I mean, maybe, right? I mean, like... Uh...
1: I mean, you look at federal buildings that have, you know, that have armed okay. guards there. Well, like, look, at, like,
0: I had that happen, right? I had to go to, like, what is it, the Title Bureau or something on market right downtown, so I had to yeah, go yeah, in the yeah. government building. And I was I, I told the story about how I had a golf repair tool, and if you don't know, it kind of folds in on itself, but you press the button, and, it like, two little blades come out so you can stick it in the ground and, like, lift the ground up and, like, press it back down for the green. And so technically, if you wanted to be violent, you could stab somebody sure. in, the, in the gut with it, right? Sure. It's not a weapon, but it could definitely be used as one and they were like look dude you ain't bringing that in here throw it out and I was like and at first I was like all right this feels excessive and then I was like, "Well, yeah, of course it feels excessive to me right. because I'm a sane person." But that's but they don't know that I could be a maniac. You can't just let people walk in there with that some,
1: some nut job walking around stabbing people. Yeah, and all of a sudden it's not going to feel nearly as as excessive there. I think one of the arguments I've heard against banning book bags is people have brought up you know the bulletproof book bag is like a hey that's a way for a kid to protect themselves. I mean, I got
0: do that company in Stowe's making
1: them. And I I, I see what people are saying there. Um, I don't know if like. If your school ends up, you know, banning book bags, do you give every student like a Captain America style shield in every classroom? I mean, like, I'm not even trying to like, but there's 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 I mean, there's there's a point there of like, well, if these are if these can be used as tools to save yourself, I feel bad taking them away from kids.
0: Uh, do Kylie says what about student athletes? And she's yeah. right. Like I remember being in high school, like the football players always had huge like duffel bags that they'd you carry gotta, all their gear yourself, yeah. in and all their stuff and dude, like a baseball player. Like dude, a rifle's the size of a baseball bat, right? And At least but,
1: similar. But with all those things being said, like those people are all going to have to make accommodations in the sense of like, we're trying to save kids lives here. It's not like, this is just like, you know, Hey, hey we don't, we don't want to, you know, this is like a very serious thing. And if a baseball player can't carry his baseball bat through school, I feel like that's an okay concession, where it's like, all, all right. I mean, I, I
0: mean, a bat itself is a weapon.
1: I mean, well, and like, in and, and and leave it at leave it at, at, at the field house or wherever you guys are. You I know was going to say, isn't
0: there like. There's an ability to leave it in, like, your your football locker, right? uh, There's
1: going to be inconveniences. Just like when you're going to the airport and it's like, dude, I don't want to have to take off my shoes. This is ridiculous. I'm not a terrorist, but we have to make those concessions because we all kind of, like, you know, you go through a DUI checkpoint. I'm not drunk. What the hell am I doing this for? And, like... We've all
0: we've all agreed that that's what we're going to do here. Yeah, somebody's telling me here. I, I I don't think we should ban things. Let's let's put more thought towards early detection, such as mental illness and metal detectors. Again, metal detectors I think are tricky. First of all, here's why we don't have metal detectors in schools right now. You think you think it took school shootings for somebody to think about the fact that maybe we should have these? Of course not. What happened there is people went, <laughs> dude, we ain't banned. That's, what, that's what's that's what's going to happen. Is that dude, it's going to dude, it's going to affect your taxes, all kind of school levy, all kind of stuff. And then do what's going to happen? You're going to vote it down because you're going to be like, "Screw that. My kids are about to graduate. I'm not paying." Like and again, I always say this. I'm never having kids. I might marry a woman who's already got some, but I'm never fathering my own. I've made the decision, right? But I will vote for school levies because, dude, education is the silver bullet for everything. Schools should be like, honestly, they, like coliseums, they should be fantastic. They should be incredibly, as a matter of fact, I heard somebody once say they should be incredibly expensive and yet free for everybody to to, to access.
1: I mean, we we all find money for sports every year. You know what I'm saying? Like, McKinley's had a football team every single year for the past forever. So, like, if you can find money for that, at the end of the day, there's money to be found for a metal detector to make sure the kids don't get shot. That's That's fair.
0: And, like, as far as he says with, like, oh, we should dude, do that would two. do it right there. Sports like all, or metal. Rangers no, no, no. Or, no. Uh, I'm saying, like, all these walkouts, like, I'll be honest with you. Nobody cares if the AP English class walks out.
1: Nerds. Nobody cares. Nobody
0: cares. Right? The band walks out. We're not. Dude, watch the Bulldogs and Tigers say, dude, we're not, we're not playing. playing. We're not playing a game Jeez. until you protect us. Jeez. Like, right now, all of a sudden, you got a, you got a football protest that's not like, hey, the anthem and the flag's racist. Now you got a football protest that the country could get behind. Imagine if high school, at, dude, imagine in Texas, much like Ohio, high school football players like, no, bro, I'm not playing until you protect every single one of us. Oh, dude, things could get done like that. What dude, if I just started the thing now and like (laughs) the
1: revolution, get the hashtag
0: going! I dude, I started I started the whole damn thing. The repository is gonna be outside of my house. (laughs) It's right across the street for him. Super convenient. Get the, you know, on the beat reporter. Here's the shaved radio DJ. Oh my God. Please, dude. When I start my GoFundMe, when I'm facing being homeless, you people better donate some money. We have Canton Charge tickets and some LeBron info for you. Next on Rock 1069.
2: The Stansbury Show, Canton's Rock Station, Rock 106.9.
0: What's going on, guys? You got Stansbury here for the Wacom Auto Family. It's Cleveland Auto Show time. You know what that means? A fantastic time for you to pick up a new vehicle. That's because Wacom offering you some amazing deals. How about Wacom's offering you $10,000 off on a new Ford F-150 or 0% APR for up to six years on the Escape Fusion and focus. Wakeham Kia offering you the Kia Soul for $200 per month with zero money down or 0%, 75 months, and no first payment on the Optima, Sorento, Sportage, and Forte. The Wakeham Auto Mile also has a Mitsubishi dealership, and they're offering you the Mirage for under $12,000 right now, or the third-row Mitsubishi Outlander for just $21,000, the most affordable third-row SUV, according to the Kelly Blue Book. Get to Wakeham for their huge auto show sales event. The auto show is the perfect time to save because you're getting extra discounts now until the end of the show. If you're looking for big discounts, Accounts, Wakeham's the place to get them. Find them online at wakeham.com. That's W-A-I-K-E-M.com. Or stop by the Wakeham Auto Mile on West Tuscan Lincoln Way between Canton and Maslin. Head up there. Do what I did. Save the Wakeham Way. I I for on the on we have charge tickets. We'll pass those out here momentarily. 1-800-243-7625. The number you'll need on those. They're for the 11th of March, which is Brawl. Ohio Championship Wrestling taking over the Charge Arena. I don't... I don't... So what happens? Does somebody wrestle...
1: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Here's exactly what's going down. Um, you know, obviously can't charge game. It's a Sunday afternoon, the only Sunday afternoon game at that. Also, you can get Posse bobblehead that night. It's a uh, mascot oh, day too as well. Uh, so it's definitely one of the games are when you want to you want to be at. Uh, but Ohio Championship Wrestling is doing a full show in the McKinley room immediately after the game. So you get two awesome events for the price of one ticket right there. Um, and uh, you know. I uh, I would assume that OCW will be a part of some of the uh, on-court shenanigans. Hopefully Juice Jennings knows his place, kind of stays away from me, and uh, understands whose house that is. But we'll, uh, we'll see how it all goes Now March 11th. Basketball, baby. I'm excited.
0: Let me turn my headphones back up. <laughs> I, uh, I have been early on my prediction that LeBron James is going to leave the Cleveland Cavaliers. I just think you can see it. I think it's obvious. And, um, you know, people tell me I'm wrong and I might be wrong and I'm not afraid to be wrong. Like every time I make a prediction and it doesn't come through, people like want to throw it in my face on Twitter. It's like, dude, I don't care. I'm in the opinion. That, uh, dude, I give opinions out for a living. That's what I do. You're gonna, you're not going to nail them all. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it. Right? So if I end up being wrong, I'm wrong. Whatever. I don't really care. But I think he's leaving. But Something happened the other day where he was asked a question, he gave an answer, and people are raking him over the coals. This is all over these billboards that a guy in Pennsylvania who owns a business like put up on 480 in Cleveland saying, you know, Philly wants LeBron, and then they kind of put up all the numbers of the players, and kind of had, like, there was like three of them in a row, right? And it ended with like, hashtag Philly wants LeBron. So the media asked him about it, and asked him if it's at all flattering to have this happen, and we have LeBron's response, and here that is. Have
3: you uh, driven on 480 in all the last two days? I have not, but I know all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know all about it. It's a lot of potholes on 480. You got to be careful with the cars. You got to be very careful. Well,
1: that LeBron James, he's from Northeast Ohio. He knows about potholes.
0: He's got the jokes. Yes, yeah, if he doesn't have a car that <laughs> levitates.
3: <laughs> got to be very careful. That's why I don't do much driving. I sit in the back seat and... Uh, you're talking about the billboard stuff. Yeah. <laughs> is there
1: any sort of feeling to know that? Uh, is it flattery or is it?
3: It is. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you can say it's a, you know, it's a distraction. No, it's not. Not a distraction. It's actually very flattering that I'm sitting here at 33 in my 15th year and teams, or guys. I'm gonna say teams because, you know, that becomes tampering. Um, But people in their respective city want me to play for now.
0: Now, what's happening here is that some of the national media are pulling up pieces of audio. This is a a guy, Jason Whitlock, did it where it was like three weeks ago, like before the trade deadline, whatever it was, where he was like, don't ask me about no other cities. Don't ask me about other teams. Don't ask me about other stuff. That's not fair to these 14 guys. I'm riding with this team, this whole thing. Right? And so now because he's going, well, yeah, it is flattering. People are going, see, it's obvious he's leaving. And as a guy who thinks he's leaving, I think that that's a hell of a leap.
1: Well, and, and, and if he was, if he was, don't ask me about this three weeks ago, implying that he was like, something has changed where like now he's thinking about leaving. What's changed in the last three weeks? The Cavs have gotten better.
0: Well, no, they're saying that he was saying, you know, like I'm, I'm all in on the Cleveland thing. And, right, I know what you're, you're getting at, which is that, dude, they've gotten better, so why wouldn't he be all in now?
1: Right, what's changed in the last three weeks? I,
0: you know, maybe he, th- I, th- they were saying he's seeing more about this team than what we're seeing and that he's still looking around realizing, dude, like, this is a C-plus squad at best. That's what they're saying. I'm not necessarily saying that. I know everybody, dude, nobody wants to hear that here because, oh, my God, Larry Dance's dad played here. So, like, nobody wants to hear that. But that might be – there might be some reality in that. I think what's more likely here is you ask the guy the same goddamn question – for all year, and then this comes up, and he just gave you a human answer. And how is
1: it not flattering? Like, of course it is, dude. Like, of course it is. That's like, you know, if you ask a married person, like, hey, is it flattering that that person just hit on you? And it's like, well, yeah, I mean, like, uh, yes, that person found me attractive. That person, you
0: know. In that scenario, you wouldn't want your wife to know what your answer was, though. You know what I mean? And so, like, therefore, those people are going to say, well, then LeBron shouldn't say this Um, out loud. I don't know. I, I mean, like, you have a different view of that than what most people are, especially most married people.
1: I, I, I feel like at that point, I mean, like, don't you? I mean, you know, you don't want your partner cheating on
0: you, but you want them to be attractive to other people. I, yes, but not that you would want to have to deal with the reality that it is happening. And that, dude, a lot of guys would get in trouble with their wives if their wife found out somebody else found them attractive so like dude that's, Man, that's,
1: that's, that's that's I feel like that's a bad relationship
0: no dude, dude like, I'm telling you that's a common thing in relationship that's a commonality amongst marriages if, 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 if you were you know dude if, people who are in marriages dude, they realize that Facebook and Twitter and all this stuff is constantly at the door of your previous relationships and the temptation to where dude you feel like you're guarding off whores and gigolos left and right in your relationship to keep it solid that certain things like that threaten that that yes ideally in the blog averse, you should be secure enough not to have these issues, but that's not reality and it's not the way it's going to go especially 15 years deep sex twice a month, do you still find me attractive bill Like that's not going to be the way that's going to be perceived it's a bad analogy because ultimately most people who are going to be married are going to tell you, yeah dude, I don't want to have to deal with that and so therefore draw the conclusion that LeBron shouldn't be saying what he said here about it being flattering. I disagree. I think the guy gets asked the same question a million different ways and he's going to have to give an answer and he's already asked you dude he's plus he's already told you and we have know do you know the business model with LeBron he's not going to tell you until it's time to tell you he's never going to tell you until it's time to tell you which ultimately is well again why I go in that him already telling you doesn't the one-year deal kind of tell you doesn't that kind of tell you like mm-hmm, dude I'm not really in Right? Like, that's just who he is. And it's perfectly okay. I was the first one saying, win me a championship, dude. You can leave again, and I won't care. So I can't walk it back now. I guess he had a pretty stellar night the other night, right? Was it? St- what happened here? You, I mean, like-
1: he's just been putting up constant triple doubles, but uh, I believe he became the first player in NBA history. I want to make sure I get this right. It's I think it was 30,000 points, 8-8. Eight, eight, Thousand assists and eight thousand rebounds. rebounds, and I mean the only player in NBA history to do that. Like it, 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 gets to the point where it's like, okay, you can point to one thing with Jordan, where it's like this: titles, it's the titles, titles, it's the six undefeated, and it's like, well, I can point to a million things over on LeBron's side, and I don't know. It just to me, it just it's more evidence in the argument of the greatest of all time.
0: I I, I will always go back to that. I believe Jordan played in a harder era physically, but I feel like LeBron plays in a a harder era overall because of mobility and because of players not staying together and and honestly the social media thing is harder and like dealing with the, the you know the twenty four seven media it's just I think it's overall harder that yes driving to the basket and the physical nature of the NBA back then and the hand check rule was definitely a more physical game than it is now and it's a little softer now but still to be able to go be going into your what is going to be your sixteenth year next year and still be considered to be the best player doing it. Yeah, at some point, dude, the title argument just doesn't hold up as well as it used to. He also had some interesting things to say about the NCAA. Do we have that?
2: I do.
3: Um, I'm not a fan of the NCAA. Uh, I love watching March Madness. I think that's that's incredible. I'm not a fan of how, they, how the kids don't, uh, don't benefit from none of this. Um, you know, so it's kind of a fine line because I actually got a couple boys that could be headed in that direction. So there's some decisions that we as a family have to make. Um, but I know as the NBA, we have to figure out a way that we can um, shore up our farm league. And, and, and if kids um, you know, feel it's like the they don't want to be a part of that NCA program thing, then we have something here for them to... To be able to jump back on and not have to worry about going overseas all the time, I guess. You know, so we have to figure that out. But um, kids getting paid is not man, that's not me. It's nothing new on your son. I mean we all you guys seen blue chips? <laughs> it's a real movie. Yeah, it's a real movie, seriously, it's a real movie. He is funny, NCAA man. SCA is, 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 is I mean, it's, it's corrupt. We know it. I'm sorry. It's gonna make headlines. but uh, it's all yeah. the it corrupt, right? NCAA is corrupt.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, there's definitely there's definitely wrongdoing happening inside the NCAA model,
1: and obviously he has no loyalty to that organization. None. Where I know a lot of guys probably feel at least some sense of like, hey, man, this is how I got to where I am to in the life was by playing college ball or by play, you know doing whatever. And you know, even even a lot of dudes who recognize the um, uh, the corrupt nature of it still have very fond memories of their time there. So for him to come out and say that, I mean, it, it, easy for him to do because it's like. Dude, what are you? what are you going to do to me? Not necessarily as easy for other guys. I,
0: um, I think what's going to happen is you're going to start to see like the G League and the NFL will start their league. And what's going to happen is the best of the best will then go get paid and, and be in these you know early leagues, farm systems, and then college athletics will legitimately – now this is going to take probably a decade plus, if not longer – but college athletics will go back to to true amateurism, where it won't be like, dude, the Final Four is like an NBA game. It won't look like that. Right,
1: it's just going to be the best Bounce players passes, from that, right. and
0: it'll just be it'll be guys who are like, probably the best guys at, at your wire rec league will be college players. And that, But the best of the best and the one percenters, the guys who make it next level, aren't going to go to the NCAA. It's just the way it's going to be. I just, I don't, all systems fall. Dude, there was was a time where people would have told you, dude, if TV was going to falter the way it has, you would have laughed it off as crazy because of how big, the too big to fail. Like, where do you think that that saying comes from? It's because, dude, they created it and then found out nothing really is. If banks can fail, if TV networks can fail, if broadcasts, media outlets can fail the ncaa model, dude if governments and like powers rome if that stuff can all fail so can the georgetown hoyas like that can obviously fail as well we do have charge tickets for the 11th for basketball let's take caller 15 right now 1-800-243-7625 on those and be right back with more sansbury show hang on Six, nine. Welcome back to the Ray Show on Rock 106.9, online for WRQK.com. Phantom's got a little update on what's going on with the Canton Charge.
1: Indeed, I do. Uh, John Holland back in action with the squad. He spent some time up in Cleveland, but he is uh, he is back from what I've heard, and will be back out on the floor tonight for the Canton Charge. So that's good stuff. Uh, it's also an Ohio Lottery. Wednesday, Uh, and if you bring a non-winning Ohio lottery ticket to the Canton Civic Center box office, they will get you hooked up BOGO style, so you buy a ticket, you get one for free right there Uh, like I said, all you gotta do is bring in a non-winning Ohio lottery ticket this weekend Friday night's Get yourself a Cedar Point ticket, man. Forty-five dollar value. I'm talking about here. All you need is a kid under the age of fourteen. Uh, you know, let's make it your kid. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you you know, don't just <laughs> start grabbing a random kids, kidnapping, bringing them to charge games, let, dude. Let's, let's make it your kid. Do not kids. do that. Uh, but a forty-five dollar value right there. If you're planning a Cedar Point trip this summer, or even if you're not now, plan one, dude. You can get tickets for free. Yeah. Uh, so uh, so so stop on by, and then Saturday night, uh, Military Appreciation Night, uh, we're giving away charge hats. Brought to you by the Canton Repository. Um, and a ton, a ton of cool stuff going on a military appreciation night. So
0: cancharge.com, get some tickets. I have an unpopular opinion. All right. And I think that this is going to make people pretty angry with me. Probably. But Metallica announced that they're coming back. Indeed they did. February 1st, 2019. Okay. Q, right? Tickets start at $75. Start. That's that's what I was told. You know what? I honestly I shouldn't do that. Okay. I was told by somebody who bought tickets. Okay. That they, that when they looked up the price, that they saw that they started at seventy five dollars. So I'm hearing that secondhand or whatever, right? So, and I told this person, yeah, I don't feel bad for you. I don't. They're like, dude, it cost me like three hundred dollars per ticket. And I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I, that's on you. And and here's the thing. And this is and this is where my opinion is going to be wildly unpopular. Right. Concerts should be really expensive. They should absolutely be really expensive. We stole the music for thirty years. We crumbled in a matter of two years. Crumbled the record industry. Record stores just closing, lights out, Tower Records, one of the most powerful companies in the country, boom, over in a moment like that. We stole all the art. There's no way for them to make money anymore, except the one thing they still have over you, which is what? You want to see them play. So what do you think Lars was going to do? Oh. Give it up for free? You stole thirty million (laughs) dollars for me, and now you should come and play Canton for ten bucks. The expectation of the average human being of what you should get for dollars spent is wildly askewed. Oh yeah, dude. Nobody
1: wants to stimulate the economy. Everybody wants it, like, oh yeah, dude. You know, the money should be spent, and everyone's up. But it's like you keep your own money, like, like a, like a, you know, like a miser. And you just, you know, if, if you're not going to spend money with these artists, why, why are they going to
0: continue to do it? I have no sympathy for you and how much ticket prices cost at all. I, I really don't. As a matter of fact, I was listening to an interview the other day with Billy Corrigan from the Smashing Pumpkins, Right. Okay, and I ended up listening to a ton of the Pumpkins yesterday, which, by the way, Siamese Dream, oh, man, is that album good. But I was listening to it, and they asked him about the downloading, and he was one of the guys who early on was like, dude, streaming's going to be the thing. This is going to be the future. He estimates that it was around $40 million he lost. Lost! Due to people just taking music for free. $40 million. And why I harp on this as hard as I do is if you take away the business end of art, meaning that these people cannot support themselves, by doing it, you turn it into a hobby, which means you're not going to get the next Smashing Pumpkins. You're not going to get the next Nine Inch Nails. They're not coming. Because there's no brass ring to be attained at the end.
1: Can I make the argument of, like, yeah, you could say forty million dollars lost from Billy Corrigan, but I wouldn't have spent money to listen to today again. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: somebody if was going to have to spend it. Somebody was. But you already you, had it. Would
1: you? Would you have? Would you have made that forty million? I feel like, I feel like that number on his end is a little bit when cops do a drug bust and it's like eight bajillion dollars worth of marijuana. Fine, I'll cut it in half. Okay,
0: twenty mil. 20 million. I'll cut it in half. Fine, let's make it 10 million. You stole, we stole the art forever. We crumbled some of the most powerful companies in the country overnight.
1: Can I make the argument of. You as the artist and the record label have to deal with an evolving society, and if you can't figure out how to make money off of this, that's on you.
0: An evolving society, fine. Pure theft, no.
1: Well, streaming's not theft. I mean, if you're listening to Smashing Pumpkins on on Spotify or whatever, well, that's what's happened
0: because of the theft. Spotify and iHeartMedia and all this, all these streaming services, dude, that's what happened after the theft. Because the record companies were like, well, dude, it's already all out there anyway. So, yes, now the record companies have undersold their artists and are charging next to nothing for the rights for those songs to be played on streaming services, which is why, honestly, when you buy premium accounts, they cost you 10 bucks. Which, when I thought about that yesterday, when I was like listening to whatever I wanted, and I have, paid, I have a paid account through this company. And I was like, dude, I get all of this stuff for a very little price, which is amazing for me. And it's amazing for you. It's probably not the best for Billy Corgan. It's probably not the best for James Hetfield. And I I just, dude, so therefore ticket prices, I'm all for it. Artists, get paid. And the same people who are going to be like, I can't believe you're going to say that, are going to argue that a football player should make what he makes.
1: Um... Worth noting, Metallica, 75 bucks, a starting point is what we've heard. Um, I'm sure we'll sell out 100%. For sure. Smashing pumpkins, from what I've heard, can't move tickets.
0: Cannot move tickets. That is weird. I, I don't know what's going on there. I, so I don't know what their price point is. Maybe their venues are too big. Maybe they overestimated the power of their return. It's also smashing pumpkins, but now Darcy's not there. And so, like, people care about that. I don't. Put Billy Corrigan up there singing, you know, the cattle. I mean, dude, he is smashing pumpkins. It's like Nine Inch Nails. I don't care who else. Is in that band Nobody cares As long as Trent's there You get you get it And Billy is all of He's all of it He wrote everything So I mean He's all of it But I don't know What's going on with that But it is probably A little bit of that Where people are like No it's not worth The money to me anymore but yeah, ticket prices are going to be expensive. It's the only way artists make money anymore.
1: Unless you are a true to the heart a lister, Metallica, and I'm sorry, I just don't view Smashing Pumpkins in 2018 as a true to the heart a lister. Unless there's 50 bands on a rock show, people aren't buying tickets anymore. And like that, I don't, I don't know if, if that's just again they want a,
0: a they want a streaming model. Well, right, give me 75 bands can. for right, 10 bucks. Right. The expectation of the average human on what they should get for dollars spent is crazy. It's crazy. We stole the art. They're going to get the money back one way or the other. They have it over you. You want to see it. You're going to pay. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on.
2: The Stansberry Show. I have got to get in on this. Rock 106.9. Show. Rock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to the stands show Rock Nine, we're on Rock 1069 or online for WRQK.com. Nine o'clock, we'll send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. I knew this was going to happen when I when I rallied for Metallica saying, dude, charge whatever you want for your tickets. I have no sympathy for the for the audience. None. And I'm throwing myself in there. We we stole all the art. And I knew what was going I knew this was going to be one of the one of the responses, and I'm sure a lot of you in your car probably thought it easy for you to say you get free tickets to things okay well yes that's true but before I did I spent thousands of dollars on my record collection it's still my most prized possession to this day thousands of dollars I also paid for every show I wanted to see also one of the reasons why I get up on my hill on this and I'm not going to tell you the name of the bands because it's disrespectful, and honestly, it's embarrassing for them, and I don't want to do it, but I have two different friends that are in national touring bands that, would, that could come close to selling out most of the venues around the area, who every time they're in town want to sleep on my couch, if they have off days, want to sleep on my couch, and then end up hitting me up for money before they leave. I'm like, bro, you're on tour. Album's blowing up. What's going on? Like, bro, we don't see any of that money anymore. We signed to the label, dude. It's a 360 deal. They take it all now, man. We don't get nothing. He's like, it was all about music sales, man. He's like, it's all gone. It's over. It's done. Lights out. So that's why I get up on my hill about it. Yeah, you're right. It may be a little easier for me, but I give away as many tickets as I get. When people, like, when I get my staff tickets for things, and honestly, do radio personalities don't get that the way we used to? It's not, honestly, it's not even as good as when I first got in. It's normally, dude, I have to call somebody I know who I've been in business with throughout my entire career, like a 15-year run, who I have a long history with, be like, dude, can you do me a solid, put me on the guest list for that? Yeah. I oftentimes don't do it because I want to save it for shows I really, really want to see. It's not like I'm using it to go to 3,000 shows a year, okay? so But I knew that was going to be part of the take, but I'm, I'm telling you this from, an, from another angle. Like, the poster that's on your wall, I know some of them dudes, and they're broke, Flat broke. Now the guy who wrote the song might have a little bit of money, but dude, when you take away the 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 selling of the music, the other guys in the band, them dudes ain't getting paid. A lot of them guys have part time jobs when they're off the road. They don't want you to know that, but they do. Now it's going to be case by case. There's going to be other bands who are doing really well, and if you blow up, if you do this, maybe you got a good deal here. Maybe you do. Maybe you got a better piece of your merch. Maybe this, whatever. They're, it's not all universal. But we stole this, which by the way here, I'll I'll argue away the you get free tickets argument right here. I'll end that whole, that being why I feel this way right here. I feel the same way about movies. I feel the same way about movies. Like, dude, we're stealing it. So yeah, of course ticket prices are going to go up. Yeah, of course movies are getting less, like the quality's going down of the movies we're watching. Yes, there's less money to be made in it. It's becoming more and more a hobby. Dude, being an entertainer in this country is becoming more and more a hobby and less and less an occupation. Because nobody wants to part with their money for things anymore because, well, duh, it's just online. Remember that argument when the guy told me, well, it's just there. I didn't steal it. It's just there. Okay, well, so are the things on the shelves at the store. Everything on the shelf at Walmart is just there. But go take it and walk out the front door. What happens? You get arrested. But for some reason, dude, we don't care about porn stars. We don't care about musicians. Anytime some – this is what it is. You know what it is? Anytime somebody gets rich in this country by something that looks easy, the rest of us get pissed at it.
2: Yeah, if
1: I wish I could do that, if I wish that was me there, I would do that for free. So why would I have to pay them? I would,
0: I would pay you to be in Five Finger Death Punch. Why? So, yeah, exactly. So you see what I'm saying? But, dude, you take away – being able to support your family and yourself as, a, as part of the reason to do this. And again, this is where music gets muddied, though, is because people want music to be about the fact of your passion, man. Well, it is, but it's also a way you want to keep your lights on. I'm passionate about doing this radio show, too. But if they stop paying me tomorrow, I'm not doing it. I'm not coming in here tomorrow. Like, I, I also do this because I want to get paid to do it. Now, would I do a podcast when I get fired? Probably, because welcome to, welcome to media. Right. Welcome to, welcome to the business these days. I would probably have to. But if the company said, Hey, still do the show every morning, we're just not going to pay you. I'd be out. Be like, nah, no, dude, I'm done. So it, it has to do commerce has always driven art and vice versa. It has to be that way. I'm not, so dude, just understand that they're going to have to get this money one way or the other. And they're gonna choose to get it on the night to night basis. And when you're Metallica, you can get away with it. Fantone's right on that. They're an A-plus band, right? So they wanna charge 300. Guess what? There's only so many seats in the queue, somebody's gonna charge 300. When the Indians were in the what? When people were five, then, $10,000 a ticket, there's people out there with the money to pay it. And so that's what the bands are gonna do. Well, fine, we'll play for the people who can afford to come. That's what's gonna be their model. You know, and there's going to be part of it when they get on their private plane and when they get on their bus where they're going to be like, dude, I don't care about the people who can't come because they didn't care about me. They wanted to steal everything from me and now they're bitching because they can't come to the show. That's going to be the new model. It's unfair. Yes, it is unfair. But I'm always the guy that tells you, dude, if you expect fair out of life, you are going to be upset every single day you're walking the planet. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on.
2: The Stansbury Show. That guy knows how to party. Rock 106.9. Rock
0: 106.9. Welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. You're about a half hour away now from getting hooked up with a trip out to Los Angeles for two people for the 2018 iHeartRadio Music Awards. That'll be a good show.
1: It will be a good Monty show. I've be, uh,
0: been added to that. You'll see a little bit of them.
1: Little JBJ right there. Yeah, that'd be good stuff. The Chainsmokers, John Bon Jovi, and the Chainsmokers coming up next.
2: What a mashup that'd be!
1: Why not, dude? If you're Bon Jovi, what else are you doing? Do it. <laughs> what else
0: are you doing, bro? Go on tour, charge a thousand dollars. I'm not going back Go on it. I'm not. As a matter of fact, I have to give props to our um, to our web department here. Yeah. And our good buddy, uh, Captain Tony McGinty, who posted this at our website, WRQK.com, in the Sandsbury Show section, I'll be honest, I don't know a lot about this. This is like kind of breaking this morning, and he put the story up. But apparently, one of the nation's biggest sports retailers, Dick Sporting Goods, said today, the CEO says, they are ending the sales of assault-style rifles. Again, this is again, this is going to be a new classification America is going to latch onto, because people are like, it's not an assault rifle. Well, notice now they're saying assault style, and so like that's going to be the new classification that that's going to enter our lingo. As far as I can put together, um,
1: assault style rifles are defined as modern sporting rifles, a semi-automatic based on the
0: AR-15. Okay, so Dick says today they're ending the sales of the AR-15, effective immediately. They say they're also going to no longer sell high-capacity magazines, and it won't sell any type of gun to anyone younger than 21. Now, this is really interesting for me because I was literally just in dicks yesterday. I was looking at new sand wedges, right? And then I was also looking for some swim goggles because I've been swimming at the Y, right? So I found myself in a section of dicks I'm never in because I'm always just in the golf section, Right. And so then I start walking around the store, and I turn around. And there's the fishing section, and then there's just a wall of rifles. And I was like, "Oh, I forgot you guys even did this." When you were
1: in the pool section, were they like, "Dude, get out! Get, what are you? What are you doing here? Get out of here!" Well, they told me I didn't <laughs> need anything to help
0: me float. So they, uh, no, but they so there was like a wall of rifles, and I forgot right. that they did that. Right. So they say that this is Dick's CEO Edward Stack says the new policy is yes, a direct response to the mass shootings. Of Parkland, Florida, of what happened, you know, at Parkland, Florida. He so said, "This is, is is exactly why we're doing this." Now, there is a lot going on with this. I think if you own a gun store in America today, you are jumping up and down.
1: Right. The only thing that could have made you happier was Hillary Clinton being president. <laughs> right. Literally, that's God, the it, only thing that could have made you
0: happier. Because now you've just America's just found out one of the biggest retailers that handles this kind of stuff isn't going to do it, which means what your mom and pop store now has a leg up that you didn't have maybe a couple of weeks ago. So, they're for you, for you, the business person, you probably like it. Well, the
1: thing I'm going to say about that is is that, like, this is, you know, applying to Dick's stores and Field and Stream stores, which is, you know, like the outdoor branch of Dick's Sporting Goods. But as far as, like, a Dick's, they haven't done this since Sandy Hook. You haven't been able to buy one of these rifles in that store since Sandy Hook. So, that's years ago. So, like, that, th- these these. So, mom- what, were
0: they selling in my online? N-
1: at, at the Field and Stream, like the outdoors. So, there's only, oh. there's only 35 of those.
0: There's 35 of those. Oh, okay. So, so this isn't like a this isn't necessarily affecting dicks. I couldn't
1: well I mean I couldn't have went up to Dick's on the strip and went and bought one of these rifles yesterday.
0: I couldn't have done that. I was going to say cuz when I was in there I was looking and all I saw were like pump shotguns. So like
1: a little bit of like I don't want to say this is a hollow, you know, move that they
0: made here, but there's a little bit of like, well, dude, you already did this five years ago. What are, what, what are, what are we talking about? We're now? in the press for it now. It, isn't it also, if you're the CEO of Cabela's right now, aren't you going, yes, right? Like, yeah, I, don't think, th- I don't think this does anything except make for, make for the other points of sales ring higher totals that day. I don't think this does anything but that.
1: I mean, you know, you might get a little bit of support from like, hey, I'm, you know, I feel like I'm anti assault style rifle. Um, therefore, I'm going to be more likely to come by my kids, you know, baseball bat or whatever for T-ball at Dicks as opposed to going to wherever else you could have went for it. But I mean, that's a very minimal moving of the needle that we're talking about here. By the time that becomes like a factor in things, I mean, I, I, I don't see that being that big.
0: There's also a listener that brought up some concern that it's like, dude, what I don't like about the big name stores getting out of this business is they're more likely to follow the rule. They're more likely to follow the laws to a T, to dot the I's across the T's that the big box stores are going to be more likely than some other places that maybe that, yes, a lot of gun stores are going to be able to do it just fine, do things above the law. He worries that some mom and pop stores that might be hurting for business... Might go, all right. And and skirt the systems more than a big box store. I have no idea if that's a legitimate concern, but when I read it, I was like, Oh, that's a point I didn't think of. I, I would
1: have thought the exact opposite, where like really? a big box store employee would have been like, dude, I'm getting paid twelve dollars an ding, hour. Ding, what ding, do 400 I bucks. Care? Sure, moved out of the line, dude. I gotta get you know, I gotta sell these, you know, these, these cleats or whatever. Um, where a mom and pop store, I mean, that's your bread and butter right there. That's all you do is, you know. And I would think mom and pop stores are a little bit more like responsible gun ownership. I'm a responsible gun owner. I'm not selling a terrorist a gun. I'm not selling a school shooter a gun. That's, that's at least where you know I am in my mind.
0: I think you're probably more right. I, I Ultimately, in the end, I think you're probably more right. They did also raise the age for for all gun sales to 21 you have to be 21 to buy a gun with them now and they stopped selling high capacity magazines as we already mentioned how is, I,
1: how is that legal how can you how can you say that as a 21 year old like you I can't mean, you're buy a business this? right well if I say if I'm a if I'm a bar though can I say you you, you can't buy beer unless you're 25
0: uh, I mean dude there are there are clubs that tell you you're, you can't come in unless you're 25 or older. Right.
1: I don't. I. I, I mean. I, listen. I'm not. I'm not going to oppose dicks making the decisions they want to make because it's a free market and like business will dictate what it wants to do. And, do what like, you want. Not, right. Right. If you don't want to sell a product, I'm not expecting McDonald's to sell AR-15. So like, I don't. A dicks. You don't have to either. But I am a little bit like. Are you, I, that. That. That rings wrong to me that you're allowed to move the line of age restriction of when you're allowed to sell something. That. That. That doesn't seem right to me.
0: It, it would be worse if you could lower it. Yeah, versus raising. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. I that don't. I, I don't want
1: them being like, you know, what? Well, fifteen year old. if you we'll can it
0: raise it, then what's the argument not to allow other businesses to lower the ages for things? Yeah,
1: that that. I mean, if, if that's going to be the movement, and I know a lot of people really do support that idea of like, well, twenty one as opposed to eighteen. That way, you're not going back to your high school in the three years or whatever. Um, but
0: I, 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 unless that's law, I can't support a business. I think being able to do that.
1: I, I don't know if I agree.
0: I wouldn't have got caught up on that. I really wouldn't have. But now you got me thinking on it. It Because like I said, what's the argument that that did not allow somebody to lower the age then?
1: Can, 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 you know, if I go to Sunoco and I buy a pack of cigarettes as an 18-year-old, can he be like, nah, dude, 21-year-olds only here? No. Of course not.
0: No, you're right. You can't do that. Uh,
1: of, of course not. And like, as far as the bar analogy goes, you're not allowing those people into the bar. I, I, I you're not
0: like denying them the service once, once they're, they're in it. Once they're
1: in the bar. Now, because that's the thing is, you know, the gas station selling cigarettes to everybody. You can't, you can't tell me as an 18-year-old I can't do that. I, I, I feel like that's, I feel like that's the, the
0: overreach there. That may backfire for them. That's a point I, did, I would have never got hung up on that. I would have never really thought about it that hard. But that may end up being, there may end up being some blowback in that. And I also think that all this move does is make Cabela's busier, makes a, makes another gun outlet busier. It's not like, well, I guess I would have to see that. I would. I guess I would have to see, on average, how many ARs that field and stream stores were moving in comparison to some of the other outlets who sell it. Right. Like, I I just don't think it's going to be... Because, again, it's not like those people... It, this is what I always say about drug dealers, right? Where it's like charging them for the murder of, like, somebody who dies ODing on drugs doesn't ultimately make sense to me. Because, dude, much like a heroin addict, a gun person's going to be like, oh, okay, well, you don't tell me this. The guy down the street will. Right. I'm going to go there and get it. Right. So it's ultimately, dude, it's not about the retailer. It's about, it's, about be, it's about the person who wants it.
1: It, you know, they brought up... I think the CEO brought up... In the fact that that uh, the shooter from the most recent you know Parkland shooting had bought in a shotgun at a dick store and it wasn't used in the shooting but like he said he felt responsibility on that I know what you're saying of like well dude you don't have to be responsible for it but if it turns out that I as an, a, an employee sold a, a weapon that ended up being used in one of those I would if I as a bartender find out that like hey somebody was in a horrific crash after oh I they, would totally I, feel I, that. I, I would feel awful now I understand what you're saying of like well no you're not you don't. you shouldn't you're not supposed to you
0: don't you're are not legally liable for that, or but, you I be. No, but I dude, would no. I would
1: carry that around with me forever. For sure, forever I, would.
0: I would. No, um, yeah, absolutely. But again, that's about how you're raised. Not right, you know what I mean. And right. like so, yeah. I mean, dude, you're a decent person. I would, I would feel that 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 same way too. But as I just don't think like this is going to be spun by anti-gun people as a death blow. Look, we're making moves, man. We're changing stuff, man. And no, you're not. No, you're not. You're just shifting where the point of sale is. But again, dude, we America loves the side story. We love the side story because the side story is easily digestible.
1: My buddy, uh, one of my good buddies from high school, uh, he sent me a message. He says, I work for the highest volume firearm seller in the country, based in Houston, Texas. Okay. Dicks is a very minor player when it comes to things like That's
0: that. That's what I would assume. Like, when I think Dicks, I don't—I think— Yoga pants, sand wedges, and baseball gloves. Like, that's what I think of dicks. I don't necessarily think the outdoorsmen. Like, their specialty stores, again, yes, maybe a little bit more there. But when I think dick Sporting Goods, I think Big Three Sports, soccer balls, that kind of stuff. I don't think guns and ammo. I, I, but, I mean, maybe it's just because I don't purchase those things and have never purchased them there. Maybe I would view it differently. Obviously, I view it as a golf store because that's where I buy a, a lot of my golf equipment. More Stansbury Show right around the corner. You guys hang on.
2: The Stansbury Show. We may not be a global epidemic yet. On iHeartRadio. This is a dream come true. Canton's Rock Station. Rock 106.9.
0: Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. We'll send you out to Los Angeles at 9 o'clock for the 2018 iHeartRadio Awards. Trip to LA sounds really good. Yeah, not bad at all. A friend of mine is just getting ready to move out of there today. Leaving there today. uh, She's bittersweet. She's taking a really good job. But L.A.'s home, so she kind of wants to stay home. But I wouldn't want to live there again, but I do love that city. There's something awesome about it. If you've never been, then you definitely want to win that trip.
1: Yeah, and I mean, maybe you hate L.A., but you just really loved the Chainsmokers and Ed Sheeran. This is a trip for you. Maybe not. I don't know.
0: How many restaurants have you worked
1: in? A million. I, honestly, bro, like... You, you don't even know right 20 plus i want to say i mean i think that's i think that's a, that's a fair estimation all ends too right high end fat quick service so like chains fry side front of the house i i i mean honestly what's I, the worst they're all Terrible in their own way, dude. Like they, they all kind of have their crappiness to them. Um I think working for a you know for a, a, a local company or like a family owned business has its pluses in the sense of like you don't have the corporate rules, but at the same time there's a lot more pressure of like, well, you gotta keep money coming in because if you don't, we're gonna go out of business and we're not gonna be able to, you know, give you a paycheck. Um corporate has a lot more rules and stuff like that. I think back of the house jobs have their own individual level of suckiness because it's tough work. There's very little appreciation you don't get paid enough for it but front of the house jobs suck too because you're dealing with customers the entire time so like at the end of the day it all sucks bro like none of it's good
0: how much theft have you seen in the restaurant game
1: uh, countless i mean honestly uh, there's from big to little like and and I'll throw myself under the bus here. I can remember working in restaurants and being like, Oh my God, I don't have to buy condiments. Like I'm just going to have every condiment in my house and I'm poor and I don't have anything else to do. So like, yeah, I'm going to steal ketchup. I'm going to steal mustard. I'm going to steal that fancy Brown mustard. And like, that would be like very small, but like, it was something that I was like, well, dude, I, you know, I work here. They they, 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 they they should pay me more. So I'm going to steal the A1 steak sauce. Um, but then at the same time, I mean, I've mm, seen people. A1. I've seen people load up, you know, meat into their trunk. I have seen people steal money from the register. I've seen people steal Ugh. money from each other. You know what I mean? From like, well, hey, we're bartenders, t- you know, splitting tips or whatever like that. I, I I think, you know, any job where you're not getting paid enough, you're going to at least have a little bit of people who feel disgruntled and therefore will steal because they feel like they're evening out the scales. Oh, there.
0: workplace theft is a huge problem in this country. Huge problem. The reason why I ask you is because I've known people who have owned restaurants. And as a matter of fact, my uncle used to not, I mean, he was—he owned a chain pizza place. Like he bought a franchise of a chain pizza place. Okay. Right? And he had a huge problem with employees stealing cheese. Because it's so expensive to yeah. buy, yeah. and so they would just take bags of cheese home, and he'd like constantly just having to fire people over stealing cheese and pepperoni and like those kinds of things, right? Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I've owned a bar and this and that, so I've definitely had to deal. I've had to fire bartenders who stole bottles of booze and things like that. I bring this up because Las Vegas now. Where I cook at the Bellagio. And if again, if you've never been to Vegas, Bellagio is one of the nicer hotels on the strip. Right. I mean, they're all pretty nice once you're on the strip. They're all pretty good. But like the Bellagio is a higher end place, right? And when they first opened, it was like glorious. It was like, honestly, it, it was one of the most beautiful places you've ever seen. But there's obviously, I don't know, 30, 40 restaurants in those places. I bet, I, I bet maybe more even, right? And out of one of these restaurants, it doesn't tell me which one. One of the cooks stole 25 lobster tails and put them in his backpack and started walking out the back door with them. Yeah. Now, the lobster tails themselves were around 75 bucks a piece, making this around $2,000 worth of stolen merchandise and shellfish. Jeez. And you know what was happening here. Is that my guess? Is he stole these and was looking to sell them to either friends in the neighborhood who just wanted to like have a nice meal, or he was gonna, what, probably sell them to another restaurant, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you gotta think. 75 of them? There's a lot of stuff you steal. I'm sorry, 25 of them. There's a lot of stuff you steal in life, and you know, you're like, all right, I can quickly go move this at a pawn shop. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a very common thing, you know, with with people who are desperate for drug money or whatever. Um, But you can't take the lobster tails up to the pawn shop and be like yo I want to hawk these to but you But if
0: you're a cook you've probably worked in other restaurants you right. know other line cooks people right. are like hey dude if you can get me those I'll pay you good money for them that's exactly what happened here right
1: I feel like at least at least that's a, a decent option um I you you if it was personal consumption you might steal 10 but I mean, like twenty five at That's once a is a lot. I That's mean, a lot. If you were stealing, if you were stealing two a night or like two a week and eating high off the hog on Sunday off of it, then and it was
0: over the course of a year, you but had stolen. You 25. told in one fail swoop.
1: Right when you take them all at once,
0: you obviously had somewhere to push them. Here is the other thing that I can't make sense of. Right now, I don't know what the percentage of cameras in kitchens of restaurants is. It should be higher than whatever it is. Right. I, I, if, if, if you're running a business and you don't have cameras on your employees, I'm telling you right now, they're robbing you blind. That's all they're doing.
1: But we're talking the Bellagio here. That's you know. my
0: thing is that, dude, this is Vegas. Like, you are on a camera in Las Vegas from the time you get off that plane to the time you get back on it.
1: If if, if Lindsay's on Tusk can't afford to have cameras in the back, I get it. You know what I mean? But this you should, the, but I understand it. Th- but but sure. this is the Bellagio. That's so what I'm obviously saying. This you
0: were on Las, film. Yeah. So, like, yeah. that's... That's my other thing. It's like, dude, why would you? And I would have to Now I don't know this. This is purely speculation. But I would have to imagine that some of those restaurants in the casinos probably pay better than some of like the other chain restaurants around town in Vegas. Why would you? Why would you risk your job? because dude you're going to be blacklisted because again the bellagio and these places dude they're owned by major corporations so dude when somebody owns a casino in Vegas they don't own that one they own four of them
1: what was the um what was the dollar total you said 20
0: uh, about about 2 grand about
1: 1900 because it's a thousand bucks because he probably was able to sell like hey hey dude i'm going to sell you this for 750 i'm going to sell you these 25 lobster, lobster tails and all of a sudden that's totally worth a paycheck is suddenly worth losing your job over
0: i wonder if vegas so openly put you on camera at all times that in the kitchen they were like, dude, let's get really small ones so our employees don't think that we have them back here. And then maybe we'll catch people doing things like that, like that. Sure.
1: Sure.
0: I mean, there's, so, I mean, dude, the cameras on the casino floor are huge. They want you to see them like, Hey dude, we're watching you. Don't do that. Right. But I wonder if, 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 if it's more of a trap type system in the back of house, in these in some of these restaurants in like the Bellagio and some of these other big casinos. It just seems to me it's like, dude, you know you're being filmed. Yeah, there's the
1: cameras you see at work. We know where the cameras we see at work are. I am a hundred percent sure there's other cameras in this building. No doubt. Really. My, no doubt in my mind, dude. No doubt. I think I think a vast majority of
0: businesses are like that. Where so we know like- where the four cameras are.
1: I bet, you I bet you there's more. All within, right, yeah. so you
0: bet that there's other cameras in here. I bet. Where do you think one is that we don't know where it is?
1: Um, is the office area over there? Is that all? Is that all? On Because I don't think there's a, a visible camera like over by the boss's office. I, I can almost guarantee he's got something on him. Is there one over in the sales bullpen? Is yeah, because it's
0: coming out of the manager's okay. office. It's okay. above the manager's office. And okay. that points out, and it goes all the way down the hallway, almost to where HLO Studio is. Studios? You think that the company's
1: above putting cameras in
0: all the studios? Hell no, they're not. The hallway I know is on this camera down on the right-hand side.
1: Right. I'm saying, like, in here right now where you and I sit. I don't think think the company's above doing that at all.
0: All right. Here's what I know for sure. The production room down the hall on the right-hand side, I know for sure there's not one in there. How do you know that? Because I had a girl without (laughs) her clothes on sitting on the board one night when we first started working in here, and I was like, dude, if they had a camera in there, my guess is I don't work here. (laughs) I guess my guess is I don't work here anymore. So that one's not on film, but I bet they're gonna install them today. <laughs> More Sansbury Show and a trip out to Los Angeles next on Rock 1069.
2: The Sansbury Show. Rock 1069. Rock
0: 1069. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 1069. We're online at WRQK.com. About to send you out to Los Angeles here momentarily. Do you own a pair of wireless headphones? I do not. I do not own a wireless headphones. I bought a pair of like Thirty-five dollar set, and they were sounded pretty good. Like they actually didn't sound that bad. But I kind of want to kick it up a notch. Like I kind of want to buy like a really nice set, um, both for the gym and the golf course. I kind of want to use them for both. And so I asked some people about Beats by Dre, and they're like, ah, dude, once upon a time, but now it's kind of like a, you know, a mass-produced thing, and like, you know what I mean? They're just kinda like stamping the name on something now, and it's, you know, whatever. And I don't know how true that is at all. Like, I don't know. And then people kind of pointed me to this other set of, like, well, I'll maybe go with these Sennheisers. They're like, you know, comparably priced. And so I went to a to an outlet store, two of them, as a matter of fact, yesterday to try to buy a set. And my problem is, is that I'm not opposed to spending $200 on a pair of wireless headphones. It's a lot of money. But I'm not opposed to doing it because of how much I will use them. I'm the kind of guy who uses headphones in my house to listen to music versus just having it on. Um, I, like Again, I will use them at the driving range. I will use them at the gym. So like, I'm going to get my money's worth. So I'm not opposed to spending the $200. My problem is, is that if I go in and I want to buy like a regular pair of Beats of like Dre, you put them on and you can listen to them in the store. But... Wireless, obviously they don't, because most of them are in ear, and so like people won't let you try them. So now I'm like, well, dude, I'm gonna, I'm I'm walking into a two hundred dollar purchase here, and I and I and I don't know, I don't I don't even know what they feel like, what they sound like, nothing.
1: Yeah, but I mean, you can't. You can't be shoving things in your ear. and they, well, You know what I mean? Well, no, like,
0: but they make the, 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 the things that covers. go, the covers that go on the <sighs> earbuds themselves. Can't this be like the things for shoes? Like you slip on the thing. And, yeah, but it's going inside
1: of your ear. You know what I'm saying? Like even with a cover, I don't know if I would necessarily I mean, be, feel comfortable with that.
0: I get why I can't try condoms on in the store, but like wireless headphones, I feel like I should be able to do that. Um,
1: I, I don't know what the return policy on stuff like that would be, but like I, you probably would be able to, you know, hey, try these out three days, didn't like or loved them and you could kind of do what you needed there. Um, don't buy Beats, dude. Honestly, that's at this point, you know. Well, the problem
0: is, is they're one of the only place, they're one of the only like brands that are in stores readily available over the counter.
1: You're very much paying for the name at that point. You're putting money in Dr. Dre's pocket as opposed to like getting like decent headphones. I And I, I, I like, I'll always tell like students of Project Reboot, who are like, oh, I got some Beats. And I'm like, dude, you guys can just go buy, buy base responsive headphones, get the exact same quality for half the price. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Like, m- I don't care it's, about base or anything. It, like it, it's not to say they suck. Like, it's not like, oh boy, those are terrible and they're going to fall apart in your hands. It's just that you really are at that point paying for the name brand. Now, if that's what you, I mean, you want to do, you go ahead and do it. But like, I,
0: I mean, just the other brands I was looking at, they're around the same price though, is the only thing. And I was like, well, all right. I mean, if these are here, they're in the store. I can do it over the counter right now. And I walked out because I was like, I just, that seems like a lot of money for something. I don't know whether or not it's good or not. I've been on this for a little while where I felt like I don't think... And I know a lot of you maybe stopped watching NFL games. Right. But I don't think that the boycott of the NFL worked at all. Like, I just don't think it worked all that well. Uh, as a matter of fact, we, we constantly point back to how Papa John's, right? They yanked and then they, 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 they like ran right back. Because the outcry was worse the other way. When they yanked off the air. They had to go back. Well, now it turns out Papa John's in the NFL have agreed now to end their business relationship. And who got the better of this? Surprise! Spoiler! It's the NFL. The NFL already replaced Papa John's and already replaced them with another company that is inside their business lane. They replaced pizza with pizza and Pizza Hut is stepping up and will be the pizza sponsor of the NFL. Now, I don't know the inner workings of any of these businesses, all right? You do not. But this seems to me like a fight that went the wrong way, and now you got beat, and now one of your competitors is going to pick up your slack. And dude, you I just know. Pizza Hut's going to sell more pizza than they were last year during the NFL season, right? Eyeballs on the screen. They show you the melty cheese. It's the third quarter. Second game's coming up at four. Honey, I'm starving. Get breadsticks, too. And then next thing you know, Pizza right. Hut's on the way to the door.
1: Right. Yes. At the end of the day. Right? At the end of the day. Yes. Pizza, 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 pizza. Of course that's going to. I mean, advertising works.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Duh. I mean, I mean. so like, I. I this was like one of the dumbest Fights I've seen like I just don't understand it like why did you get into this pissing match with this behemoth of a thing the NFL because
1: at the end of the day Papa John's feels like hey the morals or the views of the ownership group is important enough it's important enough for us to stand on this hill good bad or indifferent and if nothing else i kind of pat him on the back for that it's not exactly what i view it's not exactly what i believe but if you feel if you feel ingrained enough or if if your if your morals are important enough to you then, then fine. Then take the loss. Then y- you take the L, but you get to stand stand there on the high
0: ground. Now, Papa is conservative. Like the guy, I I, I don't know his name. But you'll have to excuse me, but I know he he himself is very conservative. I think it's John. It, well, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you dick! Oh, dude, if this station ran thirty second promos for this show, that would be one That's for sure. One. That, that, one. that would be one Your for sure. All right, I like that one. That was a good one. Yes, I believe his first name is Josh. I I believe it is, yes. But I don't think he has as much to do with that company as much as he is just kind of like the Jared of it now, right? Like, I don't... I think he kind of... Um, has been removed from day to day power operation.
1: I guess maybe if nothing else, the assumption of he kind of laid the groundwork of what this company is now, and like that's you know that's kind of how they've how
0: they've how they've created themselves. I think we're in for a five year period of this, where companies like we're pulling this off the shelf and we're with these people, and we're with this organization, and. We're going to go into very... uh, You know what might end up happening here in the long run? Is you might end up seeing more and more stores open because all these big name, huge brands, all things to everyone. People can't be that anymore. You can't be that anymore because these people want you. And so now, dude, we may go back to specialty stores where it's not one-stop shopping with the biggest cart you've ever seen pushing it around. That might happen or what I hope more likely will happen is that we'll go through a 5 year period of this where everybody's all activist. And then we'll realize, dude, this is really negatively affecting commerce and the attitudes of everybody in the country.
1: Shh, let's go back to shutting up about all of it. No, dude, tribalized shopping, target fighters yelling at Walmart fighters, screaming at each other, that's 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 much more likely. Jeez. Just 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 brawling in the middle of parking lots.
0: Dude, if you need a Braveheart flag to go <laughs> to go into a strip mall, oh my God, paintball wars over parking spots the whole bit. God, America's going to be great.
1: Yeah, it is. It's going to be awesome.
0: Make it great again indeed. It's always been great. It'll always be great. Better than most other places. I don't know about all of them. I haven't been everywhere. But it's better than a lot of them. So you can leave my ass right here. More Sansbury Show after this trip to L.A. right now.
2: Your shot at a trip to our iHeartRadio Music Awards now. Text the keyword TRIP to 200-200. You'll get a text-confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's TRIP to 200-200. Rock 106.9.
0: Welcome back to The Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. We still have a pair of tickets for 30 Seconds to Mars. They're playing June 16th out of Blossom. We'll get you into that. This, according to Politico, all companies, all of them, Who cut business ties with the NRA last week Saw their public opinion Decline this week I'm surprised by that I figured some of them would take a hit And then some of the other ones May pick up in this and that But it turns out, overall, the public opinion is It's been a decline from backing out And you know why? Because I think when you shut off the news, and you shut off Twitter, and you shut off Facebook, that we end up finding out that this issue, much like everything else the news makes us scream at each other for, we're more together than we are apart. And what's happening here, I would imagine, I don't know, I will speculate... That a lot of the American public is like, dude, you're pandering with this. You're not, you're doing this because it's the story of the day. If you cared and you wanted to be, if you wanted to take a stand against guns, it wouldn't take a high school shooting for your company to be like, we're not giving discounts to these people. If it was a passion thing for you, you would have done it in June or December or whatever when there wasn't a moment of gun violence. When you do it in this moment, it comes off to the American people as pandering and the American people are smarter than they are ever given credit for. Don't events cause change in public opinion? Yes, they can, but obviously the public opinion not the one that's moving. It's the corporate opinion that tried to move, and look what happened. The The public opinion of your business has declined, because people's BS filters are sharper than ever before, and this is coming off as pandering.
1: So if it wasn't pandering, if it was sincere, do you think it would still be yes, received negatively?
0: I know. I don't. I think people are okay with things that they disagree with, as long as they feel like the person who is disagreeing with them is genuine in what their disagreement is uh,
1: yeah I mean I guess it's just to me it's, people
0: hate phonies.
1: To, to, to me it's like well if, if, if a school full of kids you know it, it, there's be some there's got to be a line in the sand and I guess the line's been crossed before so it's you know but maybe there just comes to be enough point where it's like enough is enough I think we what, have,
0: dude what happens here is when you turn on the news, these 10 companies all said today right said today because they thought that that's what you wanted to hear them say that day. Now, a lot of you did, and a lot of you like it. That's fine. That's totally fine. I'm not knocking that. I'm saying most of America, I think, knows when they're being lied to and snowed over, and we're getting kind of tired of it.
1: I, I think there also needs to be a little bit of, you got to give this more than a week. You know what I'm saying? There's got to be a little bit of like, all right, let let, let this happen before like, it, it's, it, the book is finally written on whether this was a good idea or
0: not. I, agreed. I think there's just a lot of America that's like, dude, quit pandering to me. Quit, do you don't you don't actually care about this because if you did care about this corporate corporation whichever one you want to pick you would have been on it for a while right we've had how many of these already this year. But Parkland and that girl on, the, on the, uh, from the schools got more Twitter followers than the NRA and all this stuff, right? And, it, and it, dude, you fell right into this thing. And you became part of this big machine that just kind of goes along with whatever, like, the cool hip trend of the day is. And America's starting to wake up and get smart and go, dude, quit pandering to me. Quit trying to pretend like you actually care about this. You cared today because you thought your bottom line was going to go up by going the other way. And it turns out, nope, public opinion is now in decline on you because you just look like you're picking up the cause of the moment. Causes matter when they matter to you always, not when they matter to you when it's going to put you in a positive light in Twitter page. I was going to say the newspaper, but nobody has any idea what those are anymore. But people can sift through and smell through your BS, and we're starting to get tired of it.
1: I'd be interested to see if companies that remained in 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 cahoots with the NRA, I have public opinion has gone up. You know, like if Delta said, Hey, we're out, has Spirit gone up.
0: I'm willing to bet it's gonna be a little bit of the same thing. Where if you come out and you're in full support, it's just like, okay, dude, you're hopping on the bandwagon. You're hopping on the bandwagon of the hot subject of the day. And where I'm sick of being like, you know, maneuvered like a pawn around a chessboard with this stuff. I'm I'm thinking that's what's happening here. Is that a lot of America's waking up and realize like dude i'm being moved around this board however these companies want me to think and i'm arguing with jackie at work over it over what over something that ultimately i'm willing to bet if we shut our phones off we find out we actually agree on versus disagree and so dude i think dude companies i I, this is what i want i don't know if i'm ever going to get it but what i want is dude go back to not telling me what you think just sell me the product i want charge me too much money here's my debit card put it in the bag i'm going home that's all i want That's probably a world I'm never going to get again. Although, with numbers like that, with information like that, it might be time. Athletes, shut up and dribble, right? CEOs, shut up and sell me products. More Stansberry Show right around the corner. Hang on. The Stansberry
2: Show. All right. I like
1: it. I like it. I love it. Rock
0: 106969. Welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're going to uh, pass out these 30 seconds to to end the program. got a couple of things to get to before we do that, though. I uh, First, we here at the Stansberry Show would like to wish one Mr. Fishhead a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Fishhead! Yeah, man, that's... Uh, that guy has been a staple of Rock 106.9 yeah. for a long time. Has done quite a quite a bit of service. Yeah, the guy's done his thing at the at the, uh, at the Rock Mother here. Quite a bit of service here at Rock 106.9, A staple of the community, and uh, we're lucky to have him. So, Fishhead, happy birthday to you, buddy! Yeah, get the bubbles going, baby. And now I uh, I have to give Fantone here a minute or two to defend himself. Um over something that somebody wrote in, like, all right, there's plenty of ways you can reach out. Facebook.com slash Show. You can follow me on Twitter at Stansberry Show. You can follow Fantone on Twitter at Fantone. My Instagram's Dan.Stansberry, and the Snapchat's at Stansberry Show, right? There's plenty of ways for you to reach out, but another way you can do it is at the website WRQK.com. There's a listener email section in there, Okay and that normally gets filtered down to somebody else and then gets sent back to me. I don't really look into that right away, right? But somebody flagged this and said, "Hey, make sure you read this and send it to me." Somebody here in the in the office, right? Okay? Let's take a look. And allow me to read this in its entirety before you respond. Okay. All right. But I but I believe that you deserve a chance to defend what it is you were really saying versus what was heard. Okay, says your Stansbury show is screwed up. It's like, let's talk about Fantone. I can't believe somebody hasn't shot up a bus yet. What in the hell is going on where kids are getting ready for school? What in the hell is the matter with your broadcast company? Do you want more shootings? Why in the hell would you ever say that as a role model? It's complete BS. Oh, 106.9 is like, we need more ratings. Let's keep driving this thing into the ground until somebody else shoots up a school so we can broadcast more of it. Look at our ratings climb now, he says. The media needs to quit talking about this crap. It's messed up, kids looking for attention, and they keep getting good ideas like shooting up a bus from idiots that don't think of the time of day they're letting stuff like that come out of their mouths. Report the incident, show remorse, and drop it. I think your radio station can find a different subject of a, of a way to, you know, increasing news or ratings or to report, on. this is actually really poor written at the end. Okay, first I before I let Fantone defend himself cuz I was here for the conversation, heard what he said, know what he said. I'll say this. The ratings of Rock 1069, the best they've ever been. Pretty good. The best I Pretty mean, good. dude, in recent memory. I can't from the beginning of the time they flicked the signal on here, who knows. But as of recent times, things are damn good at Rock 106. It's a damn good time to be a Rock 1069 employee right now. All right? So there's that. So nobody here wants this. And to to help Fantone get into clarifying himself, we were talking about schools wanting to you know um, ban backpacks right or whatever, and Fantone just had the observation of with as many times as this happens in school that you were a little shocked surprised that we had not seen one of those, not wishing for it, not hoping for it. And I'll let you clarify.
1: No, I mean, r- really with this is I really don't feel like I have too much to clarify or apologize for here in the sense of, I don't think, so I don't either. think, I don't think regardless what I say, this listener or this person is going to heard what he wanted uh, to hear right, right. You already is, right. isn't isn't going to, it's not going to Fair. make a difference to him there. Um, This whole conversation started with like, well, schools, a lot of schools across the country are, you know, uh, banning backpacks and to act like we're not going to talk about the biggest topic in the country right now is insane. I mean, this is what you're talking about with your wife. This is what you're talking about with your coworkers, And this is what we're going to be talking with you about. I mean, it's not like we're sitting here glorifying school shooters. It's not like we're sitting here not at all. No, never Not, once, not, not, even, not even, remotely even close. close. And, and, and what was brought up was that, well, you know, a lot of these backpacks are not a lot of. But one of the things, the ideas that people have had is these bulletproof backpacks. And we were talking about, well, you know, where is it appropriate to carry your backpack in school? You need it in the morning. But it, my point was. How do we know that a kid doesn't have a gun on the bus? And I mean, if if, if you think that that that's that, that like uh, like a school shooter, like somebody who's intent on doing this needs an idea, I, they don't. No, <laughs> like, like they, they they don't need an no. idea. No, the
0: ideas are there. I don't think Phantom saying anything one way or the other is going to make somebody do something that they weren't going to do, or you know. I just I don't buy into that. I think you got to also remember that this isn't only happening locally; this is happening nationally. And so, like, yes, I feel like what your thing is. This just happened here, so maybe you don't do this right now. But it's happening nationally. And as a matter of fact, Fantone's totally right. This is a topic of conversation for all people. I, I have a, I have a great example. So the other day, I was at the gym. I was at the gym, right? And I'm in the sauna, and I'm like sweating it out, right? And I'm just sitting in there, and the door opens, and in comes like this little woman. She's like a little older, much older than me, and she's you know a little frail or whatever, and just kind of like. Meek, I guess, is probably the right word, right? And so she sits next to me, and we don't really say anything for a couple of minutes. And then she just out of nowhere says to me, so what do you think about all these shootings? And I was like, wow, that's a weird right. way to start a right. conversation. Icebreaker. Not We're,
1: even hi, How are you? It
0: sounds like a, that's, that is a weird place to start a, a conversation, right? Then another guy walks into the sound, So now there's three of us in there, right? And so I start responding to this woman, and she cuts me off. And she just says, I have three kids in schools. And I'm scared to death, mister. And I just, at first, and then when she started the conversation with me, I won't lie. There was a little bit of me that was a little annoyed. Like, dude, I'm at the gym. I don't really want to, you know what I mean? But then when I realized this woman lives in this community and you're a spokesperson of it, this is essentially one of your constituents. Like essentially, like that, that, that's kind of like the relationship right. a little bit, right? Hear her out. Here, get her take here. And so, like, she just started to go in, and it wasn't like, damn this person, damn that person, or the kids need to be in jail, or this or this, or take guns away. It wasn't this. It was just, I'm scared. I don't know what to do. I'm terrified. I put three kids on buses every day, and I don't know if they're coming home. So if you don't think that that's going to permeate and going to be part of the conversation that is in here on an opinion-based program, you've misunderstood what the point of doing this is. I mean,
1: when do we have this conversation? We just not talk about this? Should we just never? All right, well, it's never to be spoken of again. It's never. And I mean, like the thing is, we're not talking about the specific case of like, hey, here's exactly what this kid did. And hey, here's how he did it. We're not glorifying this. We're coming against it. I mean, I don't know how many times in this conversation we've, we've spoken Like, vehement, I mean, to make the argument that I'm pro-school shooting, like, really? Well, Re-
0: like, okay, really? you know how that happens? <sighs> All right, do I want to... Yeah, screw it. So here's how that happens, okay? Because even me, somebody who works technically in the media, I don't really like when people lump me in with the media, but technically, I guess... And I have a so I have a better working understanding of newsrooms and other things than some other people. Fantone, I know that there are news directors around the country that, that, that when they get news like this, are both things. Both sad and then, yes, a little bit like, well, ain't nobody turning the TV off today. Well, yeah, but there's there's there is a little bit. So hold on. So if those people exist. For somebody that doesn't know you or I... I guess maybe I can see why they would maybe think we're capable of being that person.
1: I mean, I think doctors get into oncology, too, knowing that, like, hey, this is a very lucrative business, but I still get to save lives. I, I, don't, I, don't, think those things, I don't think those things have to be conflicting with each other in the sense of, yes, ah. this is my job. This is who I am. This is what I do. That's a good analogy. But this, but this isn't something that I want. I don't, think, I don't think oncology doctors are pro-cancer. Like, dude, you know, all we got to do is we got to get more people with cancer. No, like, th- that, that's, that's their life's work. And there's going to be a benefit to that. There is, and like, of course, when news happens, yes, radio stations and television stations and websites, yes, there is an increase in business. But to, but to put, but to put that on the media and like and and that's what this is. Is this guy views me as the media? This guy views me as as Anderson Cooper that he can touch. And and with that, it, well, that's it, a shame. It, with that, all of a sudden, because <laughs> that's is, not true. You're you're increasing your ratings. You're doing this. You're exploiting this. And it's like, no, man, we are well, having these conversations as
0: people. First of all. He is a little right that, that, that these kind of things do drive ratings. Like it's like when people say they're sick of a sex scandal, but yet every outlet that's carrying it, the ratings go up. It's just, I mean, it is kind of, it is kind of like a similar thing there. Right. But who's more to blame there? I always say this. These people aren't going to do things that you don't want that, that you're not going to watch. I don't know if anyone's to
1: blame. It's okay to want more information about that. And it's okay to be the source of information. I I, I don't I would view, agree with that. I don't I don't view either side there as like, oh boy, you really boy, you're really effed up there.
0: I mean, what did I say after this situation happened here locally that I was not going to go out of my way to try to find somebody close to the situation to put them on the radio show because I didn't feel right about it. My thing on that is, and when a local tragedy happens like that, if somebody reaches out and wants a platform, I will talk to you, find out if you're authentic and then we'll go from there. But I'm not chasing you down like some lawyer with a card in my pocket after you get hit by a bus. It just makes me feel creepy, sleazy, and I like sleeping easy at night. And so I, I try not to do that stuff. But I, it, my thing is, is why I wanted you to address that is if that guy felt like that, there's no way he was alone. Sure. Sure. You know what I mean? And, dude, as much as I get annoyed with you, you're a better person than that. Right. And I don't want people walking away with that opinion of either one of us. God, I hope
1: there's I hope everybody listening, everybody, most not listening, people that
0: listen are smart.
1: I, I would hope that most people listening are like, all right, well, he's not pro school shooting. Like, I mean, honestly, that's the most ludicrous thought I, I, you could have.
0: It's got to be pretty low to be pro school shooting. I don't know
1: who who is pro school shooting. You gotta
0: you gotta be pretty low for that. Thirty seconds to uh something. uh, (laughs) You get to Mars really fast. (laughs) They're playing June sixteenth. Let's send caller number seventeen right now. One eight hundred. Two four three seven six two five on those. Aside from that, we're done for the day. Thank you. I feel like we uh, I feel like we did a pretty good show. Oh, I feel like I had a ton of fun in here. Thanks for uh, taking part and listening. If you missed anything, the podcast will be up shortly after 10 a.m. at WRQK.com. Teresa will send you out to Los Angeles for the 2018 iHeart Radio Music Awards. She has your next keyword. We'll talk to you again tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. See you, Dan Stansberry
2: and his boy Wonder Matt Fantone. At last, two heroes! The Stansberry Show. Rock 1069.